0: was that porn or star wars i don't know but welcome to the place to be reviews this is me it's pete right here uh videos not gonna happen tonight um kind of going through the uh fair use and copyright stuff on youtube it's a lot different than when i started um my old channel about 13 14 years ago so dealing with a lot more there um so you're going to get the audio version. Uh, that was not porn. <laughs> that was the beginning of the teaser trailer from Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker. Um, and I kind of did not really like a reaction to the trailer, but just uh, kind of a drive time video. Um, not while I was watching the, uh, the trailer, but just my thoughts and angry rantings on it um so i'm going to kind of go through it right now i have some uh let's see you know they they, they start out with ray sitting in the uh in the desert uh, looks like it could be like jakku uh, that type of planet again so ray is you know she's in the desert um and like i said this is probably a callback uh, going back to jakku um and you see her with the the skywalker lightsaber but it's got like that brown like patch on it almost like a band-aid on a lightsaber um and you can tell when she ignites it the kyber crystal is not cracked um like kylo's when he lights his up it it gives you that crackle sound i can't believe i'm actually seriously like but i, I to be fair I, I want to uh i want to give my honest opinion to this and um I just, you know, she fires it up, and she's still got that same blaster on her hip, which she, uh, you know, was absolutely perfect at uh, the first time she ever shot it. Um, you know, the stormtroopers are shooting at her. She's never, you know, fired a blaster before, and she hits two of them at, like, what, 30, 30 yards, you know, 20, 30 yards. I mean, <laughs> you know, kill shots automatically. And I thought at the beginning of the trailer she kind of looked a little Michael, Jack- Michael Jackson-esque. Um She's lost some weight, which is kind of disturbing cuz Daisy Ridley was already thin. Uh, I'm worried about her, she needs somebody needs to give that girl a biscuit. Um but no, um she Daisy, I don't have no problem with Daisy Ridley honestly. I just don't like the character. Um uh, the character's shitty. I mean, she's probably a fine person, a wonderful human being, but no. Um so she is in the in the desert and she turns around and you hear this oncoming tie fighter you see the gloves you know it's kylo and she kind of faces she's running the wrong way and the tie fighter tie striker silencer whatever she does this stupid like jackie chan-esque like kung fu flip and like over the tie fighter we've never seen anything like that before and it's like you you just knew she was going to be even even more uh op for this fucking film Um, because it was just like, you're sitting there thinking after The Last Jedi, could it get any worse? And it did. Um, you know, she's just, ugh, it's just cringy. It's just cringy. Um... And, you know, J.J. Abrams and Daisy Ridley both confirmed that Rey started reading the Jedi texts. She hasn't finished them. I'm sure she skimmed like five or six pages of, uh, of one of them. And it was just like, you know, uh, okay, well, I've got everything. You know, I need to know. Uh, you know, thousands of years of Luke. What, are the, what was the line Luke says? You know, thousands of years, thousand generations. Now living you, Ray, you know, which is funny because you train for like five minutes. Um, but it's just this whole flip thing over the TIE fighter. And I was watching reactions and reading comments uh, after this. You know, people saw it online for the first time, not the people at Star Wars Celebration. Um, but it was just cringy. It's like, oh, my God, they're like, yeah, Slay Queen and all that, cr- all that shit. You know, that Slay Queen. Ooh, and they always use like the little hard eye emojis and uh or they spell yeah it's not yes it's yeah yeah with a lisp yeah not, not a lisp not a speech impediment I would never make fun of somebody with a speech impediment but the soy boys they have their little soy list that yeah slay queen slay and they spell yes it's y-a and like 30 s's <laughs> and then you know, slay queen. And then it's the stupid little heart eye emojis, like three of them. <laughs> a bunch of fucking soy boys. Oh, so, um, you know, we get this shot of her doing a little super duper Mary Sue flip over the, uh, tie striker. And JJ said, Ray is even more powerful, you know, from deriving what she's learned from the text. So this should be, uh, this should be interested. Uh, it should be inter- interested. It should be interesting to see, um, and it looks like he's not trying to kill her. Um, he's there. It looks like kind of like a training exercise, but it's like what the what the hell are you doing? You know, they have this uneasy truce thing um, between them, to where he's he's trying to train her. I I don't know. So then we cut to uh, a scene in a village. Uh, they're kind of making an approach, and you see Kylo fighting alongside the uh, First Order Stormtroopers, and he body slam somebody, which is funny because Kylo Ren is, like, the least physically intimidating um, villain. <laughs> He's just not scary at all. You know, then they have the other scene of somebody repairing his mask, and then we go and we see... Uh, john boyega and um finn uh on you know the same planet that ray was on the beginning of the trailer so and it's like in the one scene you see um i can't remember if it's finn or poe had like the banded shoulder and it's like oh god are they gonna do the uh, return of the jedi moment since they're probably gonna try to copy return of the jedi um in front of a uh a shield generator bunker uh, where Finn and Poe are in a shootout with some stormtroopers, and uh, one of them gets shot in the shoulder, and then goes down, and then the stormtroopers come in to arrest them and then they kiss, and one of them shoots the stormtroopers from behind the other one. Is that what they're gonna do? Are they gonna copy Leia and uh, Han scene like that, just to show that, uh, just to show their 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 representation and their diversity and my, my, but but my inclusion? I mean, like I said, if you're gonna do it cool but i mean at this point uh i don't even think well i can't even say jk Rowling wouldn't make these characters gay at this point because fucking jk Rowling went back years and years and years was like oh no these guys are gay they're totally gay now they were just having torrid passionate love affairs they're gay it's it's they're gay it's canon you know um thank god she's not writing star wars like i said i don't care if you have gay characters it doesn't fucking make a difference to me if they're gay straight black white whatever um just make it make sense don't try to put that out front. Like that's what's gonna make it a good story. Um, checking boxes doesn't make a good story. Good writing, well-developed characters, does. So then we go to uh, what do we got? We go back to uh, you know we see Han and Chewie and the Falcon. Eighty-two-year-old uh, Billy D. Williams doing the Han Solo laugh. <laughs> you know the laugh as he's sitting there in uh, the same fucking clothes that Dong Glover. I mean Donald Glover. I was wearing in, um, uh, Soilo, a soy war story. And (laughs) it was, uh, it's just kind of sad. It's like, why is he still wearing those clothes? Was he wearing those like 50 fucking years ago? You know, and at this point I wasn't sure what was, uh, what was more sad. Um, the fact that he was still wearing that outfit or even wearing that at all. And even giving any acknowledgement to Donald Glover's portrayal of him. Um, and then you know to even have him come, you know they show him traveling at light speed, and you know it's every every generation has a legend, and you know apparently raised this fucking generation's legend. That's that's sad for that generation. Um, but then there was talk about how they uploaded um, L three onto the hard drive of the Millennium Falcon. So you're telling me that uh, Lando's going to be trying to bang a ship now. Hmm. <laughs> no, I don't know. I just thought that was really stupid. Uh, really, really a ridiculous plot point in Solo. So I don't really know. You know, this is the old saga comes to the end. here you see a speeder bike and, you know, pulling Finner on a skiff. And you see the original Medal of Bravery. And then you have Leia and Rey in a CGI hug. And it just... And then we get to the Death Star scene. You know, um... Ah, the remnants of the Death Star, the second Death Star, and it's uh it's Poe that got shot in the left arm, so he'll be playing the role of Leia if they decide to uh to copy that um, scene from the Return of the Jedi, which it looks like they're going to attempt to do uh, as they're standing out in this section of the second Death Star is in the water um. Luke uh comes over with the voice over Mark Hamlin you know no one's ever really gone or whatever he says and it, it's just and then after that, you know we we cut we cut ahead and here's the, there it is here then you hear this. The Palpatine laugh. And it's right there, I was kind of, you know, part of me is like, oh, you know, cool, you know, Palpatine's in it. And then I come back to my senses, and I'm like, oh, so you got rid of the uh, expanded universe, the EU, and you call it Legends now, and decanonized it. But then it's okay when you want to go back and cherry pick little stupid things out of... Uh, legends and uh, recanonize it like the fact that during the Dark Empire uh, in those books Palpatine had clones made of his body and he when he died his consciousness could jump into the different uh, clone bodies but they would wear down at a uh, they would deteriorate at a very rapid rate because of the dark side energy uh, surrounding him. So you'd have to jump from body to body now, if this is what they're going to do, if this is the route they're going uh I don't know I don't know how I feel about it. I mean, I'm not gonna go see the movie in the theater that's not gonna happen. I'm not spending any money on this um that that you know that that shipped and sailed uh'm not not gonna do it i don't uh I don't have any faith in Disney that they can do a movie right um it just, it doesn't look good. Um, and like I said, you see this Death Star thing, and it's like, how are they going to tie this in? Like, are they, I don't know. Are they Are they actually, did they fucking go to one of the moons of Endor? I mean, come on. Like, you're, you're trying to tell me you're not trying to copy the original trilogy, and yet you have all these similarities to Return of the Jedi. Like, the first time... We see Ray in the trailer, you know, with the TIE fighter. It's like the scene with Luke staring down the speeder bike. And then we actually see a First Order Stormtrooper on a speeder bike in this. You know, the one cool thing about it was we got to see a um, First Order Stormtrooper with a jetpack, which we haven't seen since the Clone Wars cartoon um, for, like, a trooper anyway, not the Mandalorians. I mean, they had their, you know, they had their jetpacks, but um, no, uh, like a clone trooper. Uh, so, you know, I mean, and I know the Clone Troopers are a cha- uh, clone from Jango Fett, who's Mandalorian, but we're not we're not going there right now. I'm talking like actual Mandalorians, um, not clones. But I don't know. I, I don't think this, I mean, this movie's it's going to make money. I mean, I'm not going to say it's not going to make money. Uh, it's a Star Wars movie. It's a fucking layup. Well, that's what they thought when Solo came out and Phantom Menace kind of had something else to say about that. And I was talking with my sister about this the other day and I said you know Solo, Solo lost money Solo didn't lose money, no Solo fucking lost money, you know they didn't and they're losing money on on merchandising, marketing, toys because none of the toys are selling so I mean it's just like I said I went to the bodega the other day and hell there was uh, about 20 uh, Rogue One figures and Star Wars Rebels figures Uh, nobody was fucking buying Ezra Bridger or Jin Erso in a uh imperial disguise from Jeddah. Or I'm not so, I'm sorry, not Jetta um Scarif. Uh but the Death Squad Troopers and the Shore Troopers, I'm an army builder. Those are uh those are those are worth buying. For a couple for pennies on the dollar, those are worth buying. But you know, it's funny. Um, also, you get uh, BBA has a new little friend. Uh, what's his name? Ronnie James Dio. No, it's really Dio, but uh, he was just created for selling toys. Um, you know, I mean, so there's so much about this. It's just a fucking cash grab, and it's like we knew they were gonna shoehorn so much of this in, and they're. Pri- I don't know if they're gonna have Mary Jade in it. Uh, if that's who, um, what was her name? Uh, Carrie Russell is playing, if she's going to be Mara Jade. I mean, I don't know. Like I said, they decanonize stuff. Now they're cherry-picking from the EU. You know, is Sidious going to be a Force ghost? You know, because we've seen that Force ghosts can have contact with um, living things like Yoda did uh, in The Last Jedi, but I don't think... As bad as Jar Jar Abrams is and has been, and for those of you who are ardent defenders, um, I love the show Lost, but there's so, so many flaws and plot holes with Lost, it's not even funny. Um, I've literally watched that show over the, the entire series, probably six, seven times, um. I don't know why I do it it's like Seinfeld I've literally seen that twenty I think twenty two times outside of the finale which I've only watched watched three or four times in my entire life because i I don't I just don't like it <laughs> I can't watch the finale of it but but star wars I don't I don't like this movie now that being said uh, I watched the leaked footage for the Mandalorian the Mandalorian actually looks a little more promising than um <laughs> than episode nine does uh you know but that's going to be on the disney plus streaming service and they're they're not getting they're not getting any money from me it's just not going to happen like i believe they're doing a was it a cassian andor spin-off series two which is kind of funny considering how boring of a character he was now if they have alan tudyk in it cool because alan tudyk is awesome as k2so um he's just a funny guy um and he really brought something to that movie with his portrayal of K. Um, it's just his voice and his delivery. And speaking of the Disney Plus, um, so they're talking about what shows they're gonna have on there. And outside of just the Star Wars, uh, there are gonna be a lot of MCU shows on there. Um, I'm hearing the rumblings of uh Vision and Scarlet Witch, uh show about those two, and then um Bucky and Falcon. So that'll have uh, Anthony Mackie and uh Sebastian Stan which you know those are two great characters I'm kind of hoping that after uh, Infinity War Infinity War uh, during Endgame uh Captain America dies so Falcon can take up the mantle of uh Captain America either him or Bucky either way uh, I'm I'm fine with either option so the Disney Plus is going to have some have some uh Some decent shows, it sounds like. Um, You know, John Favreau is in charge of the Mandalorian, and they're going to do, like, a guest director thing on that, I suppose. I believe he's, you know, he's obviously directing an episode. Uh, Bryce Dallas Howard is, you know, Ron Howard's daughter. Um, So, I mean, there's there's probably going to be some decent shows on there, but I just, I'm not paying for their streaming service. I won't give Disney my money. Like I said, um, I'm going to watch the movie, but I'm going to watch it for free. So... That's that's all there is to it. I won't I won't pay. You know I'm not going to the theater to see it. That's for damn sure. Um, I I just I wish I I really want to be able to like Star Wars, but I just you know I'm fine with episodes one through six. Um, I really really like the prequels. I'm not gonna lie. Um everybody knocks in the Phantom Menace, you know, yeah, you know, Hayden Christensen in Attack of the Clones, and, you know, there was Jar Jar and Phantom Menace, but, you know, at least Jar Jar had a purpose, you know, Rose Tico was just fucking worthless. Um, So that's, you know, that's where it is. I just, I can't. The new stuff, I I just can't. Coming up next, my WWE timeline. Anchor listeners, here's a song. All right, so my IWE timeline, here we are in December of 2016, Battle Zone TV, episode number 26. All right, so it starts out, uh, John Campbell comes out, cuts a long promo, Brody was out there with him, um, yada, 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 he's not going to be president anymore, you know, the whole trope about, you know, I shouldn't do this to my body, and... You know, it, it was one of those kind of angles because we've been just taking it to him. You know, whether we won or lost, we always, you know, basically did whatever we could, you know, dirty tactics and underhanded stuff and, you know, beat the living hell out of him. Um, but no, so he cuts his promo and he, I'm naming a new president for IWE and, you know, that was that. was that. And, you know, him and Brody are in the ring and then Stossel comes out and he wants to know who it is and, you know, John punches him, he goes down, da 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 da. Goes to the back. Okay. So the first match on the card is Alex Steele with Craig Stossel versus Jacob Braun. So Stossel comes out with his fucking head all wrapped up looking like a fucking mummy. Uh but with like a towel. It looks so funny. It was like the old cartoons where somebody had a toothache and they would have like a towel wrapped around their head and their chin. That's that's what it looked like. So he uh <laughs> he's at ringside and this is a decent match. Uh, Alex is a great tag team worker, his singles work got a lot better. And uh Jacob Braun is just all around uh one hell of a worker and just one of the nicest guys uh, you'll ever meet. Um there's a funny spots in the match, you know, they go for a test of strength. Uh, Steel couldn't reach Braun's hand, because Braun's considerably taller than Steel. Uh his hands stretched up. Uh, Steele ended up tapping out to an anaconda vice. Uh, no involvement from us in this. Uh, Stossel kind of got him to the back. And then Braun uh, cuts a little post-match promo. Challenges Apocalypse for the heavyweight title uh, again. Uh, and he lost him at Campus Clash in uh, October, September. Um, so, you know, that was... That was kind of... But Braun was getting ready to go on this huge push, and uh, that was coming up within, like, the next couple shows after this one. Um, So that led into... What else was Team Ratings doing? Oh, yeah, hi, I'm on the card. Uh, Me and James, 1% versus Brody and Campbell, you know, the whole Team Ratings versus Team IWE uh, thing we were doing. Uh, Campbell names Rick Green president. Uh, Green kicks Dan Tanner, who's our ref out. You know... um, John hit Stossel with the mist uh, at the beginning. Uh, Brody and John kept James. You know, we pretty much had it worked out. This is like, you know, I was still early on, you know, getting back in the ring here. And um, they kept James in the ring most of the early going. Uh, I got a nice little hot tag kind of deal. Uh, came in, did a few things to uh, John, you know, just just basic stuff. Just kept it simple. Um, just wanted to kind of establish myself as that heel. Uh, and it was working, but, uh, I ended up, uh, eating a chair from, uh, Stossel as I had Brody, um, and yeah, so I ate the pin, uh, Brody pinned me, and that was, uh, that was that, I mean, it was, it was a good match, it was fun, uh, pretty easy, really easy-going match, honestly. Um, post-match, we beat the shit out of him for a little bit, uh, I went to hit John with my bat, he hit me with the mist. Uh, Ddt James, we powder, da uh, da 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 da, roll out. You know, a little promo deal, uh, and then we were gone. That was basically the end of the taping uh, for us there. Um, it like I said, really wasn't much. But going into January, uh, this was the first. Now January would be, we would switch uh, sides. If you're following along at home, um, we ran in the big part of the Artesia Youth Park. Uh, the big like the basketball court part there was more seating there uh and we weren't really filling it up we weren't drawing huge crowds we it was kind of hit and miss uh, for the first couple months but so we moved into the smaller part of the venue as soon as we moved into there we started to pack them in more uh not only did it look fil- more full but there was more people coming out um because our first show was tip up Town. well our first show of 2017 was uh, the second weekend of tip uptown and we had a big battle royal which it was my first uh, first Royal, and uh, I was in there for... I, I've talked about it, referenced it a couple times. I was in the ring for a long time. James and I both were, because uh, we came out like one or two guys uh, apart from each other. So it was, uh, it, you know, we were in there. We got to work a lot together during the, during the Royal, which was nice, because it was my first one, first and last. Um, so we moved over to the other side of the venue, uh, and we kind of made it you know like it was smaller it's like okay it'll look more full for tv uh and then you know more people started to show up well now fast forward to like 2019 and i guess they are running in the big part again and they're ready to get a grant to get more chairs because they're drawn so much which really kicks me in the nuts because um <laughs> i would love to be a part of that again but that's that's off the table uh so yeah the next episode we're going to get into uh uh Battlezone TV episode 27, uh which will be the first um the first one of the new year. Uh so yeah we got that coming. But yeah, so this taping was I mean it was pretty uh it was pretty easy going for us. You know, not a lot to do. Um I only had to come out that one you know we did the little promo at the beginning and then you know worked the tag match. So you know the night was it was is a decent taping. Uh, I would be remiss if I didn't say, I am back on Twitter, and you, you, my friends, can follow me. You know what you look for? (laughs) Well, allow me to tell you. So you can follow me on Twitter at, now this is, uh, this is just the way it is because of the way I type. The place to be, R-E-1. It's my handle. Uh, It's the place to be reviews on Twitter. Uh, also, you can email me at theplace 2 reviews at mail dot com, and on YouTube, theplace 2 I've only got one video up there right now, uh, and that was my uh, kind of car ride rant video um, about the trailer for uh, episode nine. Um, and there's actually an old wrestling promo up there still um, that I uploaded a couple of years ago and just never took down so that's a uh, that's just a bonus video up there for you guys um actually it was funny too because uh I shot it my basement which I did I did quite a few promos down there um mostly because that's where my weight room was at uh and I did like a lot of those kind of promos the heel type uh stuff down there um but yeah so that's uh that's on there um yeah, and just the one uh, one car ride video. I'm up to nine subscribers. Um, if you subscribe to the channel, just do me a favor, uh, shoot me a tweet, um, email me, let me know. Uh, because, like I said, it's weird. I had uh, shot a second video the other day for the channel, uh, another car ride video. I was well, it was on semantics. I was in my truck, but anyway. Um, <laughs> I shot another video uh just time constraints man that's like to to. i can't i don't have the equipment to do like the simulcast of uh you know recording my audio and video at the same time right now i just don't have the equipment i'm buying my computer uh, i haven't picked one out yet it, it's it's tough for me to pick that out because i'm not very tech savvy um i've got it narrowed down between a dell and an hp um if anybody knows any better uh tweet me uh that email me um you know you can message me you can leave me voice messages on anchor um but just let me know uh you know i'm working with a certain price range because i don't want to get too crazy with it the first time out um you know because the goal is monetization uh i ultimately on this which means i'll have to drop you know i'll drop the music off and things like that to, you know, so I can monetize it. But right now, I just want to entertain and uh, kind of establish a little bit of an audience. Um, Speaking of which, uh, this is, uh, I'll be sharing this on Twitter and uh, Facebook. Uh, I know uh, a few of my Facebook list uh, friends uh, listen. So uh, once I share it, share the link. you know you know once i post it up share the link uh tweet you know retweet it uh the link if you if you would be so so kind as to do that for me i would appreciate it and uh i'll owe you one i don't know i'll owe you one a favor of your uh of your choosing how about that <laughs> But uh, this might end up being a little bit shorter episode as uh, it's pretty late right now. And uh, I want to get back to uh, writing this video. I'm trying to do a video. Um, I'm working my way around, like I said, the fair use stuff uh, for video uh, footage on YouTube of trailers and movie clips and what. I don't want to start out with a channel strike. Um, So I'm going to put together something for that tomorrow. We'll work on that. But uh, for that, you guys are off early tonight. Um, I really don't have much of a rant to go on this evening um wait yes i do coming up next the daily rant anchor listeners stay tuned there's another song coming just for you all right so the daily rant it's it's brie larson again um so this this stupid sjw cringy fucking narcissistic little bitch it gets into it with Chris Hemsworth during an interview. When he playfully ribbed her about her trying to be the next Tom Cruise and doing her own stunts. So I'm going to play this clip of the of the audio because it's so ridiculous. I, do I, did, I did my stunts because I thought that that's what everyone did. Uh, and then... Tom, Tom Cruise, I mean? No, i will be the first me, not the next Tom Cruise. Thank you Ooh. very much. Wow. I mean, really, like he was gently ribbing her, uh, and I think she's salty because he actually presented an award um, at a uh, at an award show with Gail Godot. and I don't think her ego can handle that because she, Gail Godot is actual like goddess compared to Brie Larson, the smelly, foul cheese. So here's here's some more goodness. Do you ever ask them, like, who's your favorite superhero? Is it me, or is it, like... That's just... Yeah, that not, uh, yeah no, it's, it's Wonder Woman. <laughs> that's Wonder just asking for pain. Oh, really? Yeah, they that's haven't cool. seen your film yet, so I'm yours. But both my boys oh, they, um, they have Wonder, Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman them. costumes. <laughs> so good. So what I thought that, like, they said so they, they wear the Wonder Woman costume, one of them in particular, with the hammer. <laughs> <laughs> so so <laughs> <like>, oh, good. <laughs> this is cool. for you, Here <laughs> <laughs> you go, Dad. I I wish <laughs> you could have seen Brie Larson's face during that clip when... Chris Hemsworth said Thor because that (laughs) she's so good was so cringy because you could see just the anger behind her eyes when he was praising Wonder Woman you know as one of his favorite superheroes which was absolutely hilarious because yeah um Wonder Woman see that's the thing and these these Fly by nights don't understand that, and I had to do some research myself when I saw this Captain Marvel, you know, announced. Because while I was aware of who Brie Larson was, I really wasn't aware of who Captain Marvel actually was. I mean, I knew she was a superhero, but I didn't know that it used to be, you know, a man named Marvel, and that you know the comics were so bad. Like I said, I I got to the um carol danvers the miss marvel years back when she was drawn to be like a gorgeous athletic very fit beautiful blonde um not the non-binary brush cut uh whatever she is now um daryl manvers or as i've kind of gotten to call her now cadaver danvers um yeah, Brie Larson's dead face. The comic book now is garbage. Uh, the Miss Marvel years. I got up to the Civil War uh, storyline, and I mean, it wasn't bad. You know, it wasn't obviously the greatest comic I've ever read, um, but it was. It wasn't bad. Uh, I was reading it for free. I didn't pay for it. You know, there's websites where you can find all that stuff online. Obviously, I'm not paying for that shit. Um, but it was. Yeah, it, it, like I said, it was passable. Um, but yeah, I, I can't. And the people, like, why is Brie Larson so protected in Hollywood? Why do these people, like, fall all over themselves? Like, anytime anybody questions anything she does. Um, I'm about to review a Unicorn Store. I don't want to sit through that garbage, but it's on Netflix, and I, I'm, I'm going to watch it just to see how cringy it is. You know, the previews for it. Like, I sat there and watched it with my wife. Watch watch the, the, I said, watch the trailer for this. I want your, I want your reaction. Cause she hadn't seen it. She didn't know what the fuck it was. She, you know, never heard of it. Um, so I show it to her and I watched her face the entire time and it was confusion. And (laughs) like, what the fuck am I watching? And I'm trying to kind of like pause and explain things to her, you know, like, that I've picked up, uh, from listening to people who review it, who have watched it. And it's just, she was like, I, I wouldn't watch that garbage. That was her, that was her response to the trailer was, I wouldn't watch that garbage. It, it doesn't look good. And she doesn't look like somebody I'd be interested in watching in a lead role. I'm like, okay. So that's, and yeah, I'm like, I, I wanted a, a woman's opinion. And, uh, you know, when it comes to like strong women, my wife is a strong woman. So it's like, I'm, that's why I laugh every time. You're, you're an intel, and you're afraid of women. You don't like throng women. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it, you know, like I said, you know these these guys that use that word. These these are the the guys that use the word intel. Intel. Those are the ones that are the actual like can't get a woman unless it's with chloroform and a rag kind of guys, or you know lure them into a van with no windows. <laughs> oh yeah, the, the the ye old internet white knights come to the rescue of Brie Larson, much like Netflix did when Joe Gill dared to question her directorial skills. Netflix posted her acting resume and credits, and Joe and Brie Larson retweeted it. Netflix, that's so cringy. Netflix, like you stupid bitch, shut up. Shut up! Stop typing your keyboard, you fucking nitwit. Like that movie, made, the movie made a billion dollars, and this is the thing: people don't understand. You've now accepted this, and you've paid them money for it. And I understand it's it's Marvel, and you know most people just they'll just eat what they're fed. They don't question it. They don't look too deep into things. They just eat what they're fed. You know, not me. Did I watch it? Yeah, but it was for free. <laughs> I didn't pay. I didn't pay to go to a fucking theater and watch a stupid movie, but I wanted to see it to see how bad it was for my own eyes. And it's a basic bitch movie. It's a five out of ten popcorn flick. Uh, you know, there's she's she's wooden. Um, you know, they 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 shit on the. Uh, they wanted to really hit tilt on the old woke meter. Um, why didn't you have Maria Rambeau? As Captain Marvel, you know she was Captain Marvel in the '80s. But you fucking pick Brie Larson for some reason, which I I'll never know. I I just it perplexes me on why this woman is so protected and cannot be criticized or critiqued at all. Um, you know, it's just it's it's kind of funny, but at the same time, not. So I I don't know. I don't know. So there's uh yeah. There's that. That's that's my daily rant. I just, I don't understand how and the how and why um, that Brie Larson is so important now. Uh, and she's ta- like she talked about breaking the glass ceiling. Yep, your movie made over a billion dollars because it was right before Endgame, and it's a Marvel movie, and you're at the tail end of a 22-film, you know, 10-year arc that you stepped into in the bottom of the ninth, and now you're claiming... Credit for everything, and that's not the way this goes. So, yeah, that's my rant. I just I don't like the character. Um, I don't like the actress, and I I never like even Kelly Marie Tran as Rose Tico. I have no issue with Kelly Marie Tran. Uh, no issue with uh, Daisy Ridley. I just don't like the characters. That's it. That's it. So, with that being said, follow me on Twitter. The place to be. R e one. And you can email me at, at reviews at mail.com. I'm on YouTube, the place to be, e -E The Place to Be Reviews. Come hang out. Like I said, I'll have a new video up tomorrow. Sorry it wasn't up tonight. Um, But this has been episode 17 of The Place to Be Reviews, The Rise of My Blood Pressure. Yeah, I'm going to need it checked after watching this trailer because, yeah, ugh. With ugh, ugh. Well, that being said, you guys have a great night. I'll be back in a couple days with episode 18 of the Place to Be Reviews right here on Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, follow me on Twitter, and that's it. Good night.